0: Geek Girl Gab Podcast. Hello and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candice and with me are my co-host, Brie. Hey. And Vanessa. Hello. And today's topic is overused tropes in TV and movies and even books. So a trope is kind of like a plot device or a stereotype or something that just is repetitively happens. And when I brought up this topic, Vanessa and Brie brought up something even better is that a lot of these tropes have been disappearing and we're getting more diversity and we're getting a lot of new stories. But should we start with the Manic Pixie Dream Girl? I think we should because that was like the first thing that came up when we,
1: we started talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Manic Pixie Dream Girl started with Elizabeth Town um, with Kirsten Dunce's character. And pretty much it's, A woman that the screenwriter... Usually written by a male screenwriter. And this woman is crazy. She's insane. She's beautiful. But she's kind of like... Mysterious. But weird. And she always seems to heal this broken man. Just by being this... Weird girl. And... It's something that you see Zoe Deschanel play a lot. <laughs> and it was something that just like kind of bothered me, just mostly because like I don't think a person should heal you. Like being in a relationship shouldn't fix you.
1: Yeah, but so so I, I would be interested in knowing like which which characters in particular you're thinking of when you think of this this
0: trope. Okay, so did you guys watch Garden State? Yeah. It's, yes. Okay. Garden State is like Natalie Portman's character. He's in a depression and she, you know, brings him out of it. It's people say it's Holly go go lightly, Audrey mm-hmm. Hepburn's character in breakfast at Tiffany's. You know, she's all mm-hmm. she's an odd one, but she's beautiful, and she's just these people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, but, uh, like,
1: but like, what's what's your issue with uh, like? I just want to know like what your exact issue is with them because like I like I know the whole like, like the whole stereotype is the fact that yes, like they they're they're just like supposed to be like elevating the the male character and like, but I don't mm-hmm. see it that way. So so I want
0: I want to see like what you see it as. I see it okay. So um, it's been defined one of film cri- critic uh, Nathan Robbins coined the term and he says that they exist solely in the fevered imagination of sensitive sensitive writer directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and in its infinite mysteries and adventures. And pretty much she's not the character's not created for any purpose other than to move the man forward. But see that's but what bothers me. So like so if I she d- had more character she and more depth. I, I agree the, that so, it's so certain... I get, I,
1: sorry, go ahead, Bree. No, yeah.
2: go ahead. It's okay.
0: So
1: I get I get what you mean by by the whole like if she had more character or whatever and it's not like to move the male forward, but like this chari- this character stereotype to me is never that. Like when when it comes to um like breakfast at Tiffany's or um like some some of the other ones that they they do for this, which is um oh wait, hold on, I had a couple of them. Um hold on sorry there's like a ton of them which i didn't realize until now um like kath like uh katherine hepburn and bringing up baby and like all these like different ones like i i just to me it feels like these these women who have like already come into themselves and like like been okay with themselves for so long that that's why the men in their lives, the ones that they meet, are able to elevate themselves is because, like, these characters have already figured out who they are. And they're so okay with it that they are able to bring these men up. And that's why I've always loved them. Like, I love these kinds of characters because, like, for me, like, it's been something that, like, I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to be Holly Golightly. Like, not, you know, not like the prostitute aspect, but like, just like the fact that it's like, I wanted to be somebody who knew who they were who was okay with it and literally was just like living their life the way that they that they wanted and like they still they still might have might have like hopes and dreams and everything that might not come to surface during the during the movie but like it's still just something that is captivating in a way where where you're just like yeah like I want to like I want to be that okay with myself and that like honest with myself like that that's always been like these kind of characters have always spoken to me because of that
0: well the characters you describe i haven't really seen and the only reason like i personally don't like them is because again like i said i don't get ever seen breakfast at tiffany's no i have but i'm talking about the more recent ones like the nally portman in -hmm. garden state um so Deschanel and Yes men. and even like 500 Days of Summer actually kind of deconstructs it and shows the dangers of a relationship like that. Like he, Joseph Gopher levitts character imposes like his ideal of summer and mm-hmm. that's why their relationship doesn't work in the end. Well, yeah, that's just one movie
2: though. And like th- that one movie is showing the dangers of it, but like also she wasn't, he was liking her for all the wrong reasons you know what I mean that's why like in Breakfast at Tiffany's that's why it didn't end properly I you know what I mean it didn't end on a quote-unquote like what happy note I guess but like I like Vanessa's saying I love Holly Golightly she's like so in tune with herself and like I feel like what you're talking about is some of like the lesser like more capable writers you know are using women as
0: Props, really. Prop, yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, that's on in
2: certain movies. So I think it's just a balance of, like, how to use um, or not to use these women as just props, you know what I mean? And some movies don't do that. Some movies do. And But you also said something where you said, um, like, you don't see how someone can get
0: someone out of depression. Right, Candace? Or no, that they just shouldn't be the only reason that you get out of a depression. True, but
2: like you know, like for people though, way. like, but for certain people though, meeting someone who has like their life together and like watching them, that does help them. You know what I mean? So I think it's just different circumstances, and like I, I guarantee, like I know there's movies where I hate that girl, and because I'm like she's just a prop, she's only used for the guy um but i think to like generalize and say like oh this whole trope needs to be banned no i don't really necessarily agree with that because i feel like we do need strong women characters that are like that who come into people's life for a reason you know yeah, and that's,
1: that, that's the thing is that like I think that the, this trope is used in such different ways that like it just literally depends exactly because like every time I've seen it it has been in a very strong kind of way like like I said yeah of course Bre- breakfast at Tiffany's but like um if you think of um like so another one is uh Ramona from Scott Pilgrim versus the world which she is just like kind of like it's it's true that she doesn't necessarily have her own like story arc in the end, but like the story arc is really just about like her going through her life and like trying to figure herself out. And the fact is, is that like she she's just her and she's had a lot of like stuff happen to her, <laughs> and then like and then all of a sudden because like he wants to be with her, like he has to fight all of these people. Um, and it's 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 like it is really ridiculous, but at the same time, it's like it's not because like she has has like no dimension. It's it's the fact that like she has so much dimension that these things happen to her, and so that that's that's like my thing is that like I I'm sure that there 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 is that stereotype out there that Which
2: is, is uh, Zoe Justinell in um oh fuck I had the name of it and now I'm blanking is it- what's that TV show she's on New Girl New Girl yeah oh my god she is just quirky to be quirky it's like hey hey hey, yeah, look at me as a quirky ne, ne, ne. Eh, heh, heh. that needs to stop and i like want to kick people but for I creating love her. it
1: but i love her i love new girl
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like, she is just quirky to be quirky i don't feel like it lives in her i don't feel like all of that is like oh i'm but me. it does which is
1: why it's so great <laughs>
2: See, anyway. I don't, I don't feel like that because I just feel it's like her putting on being quirky, kind of like Jennifer Lawrence in her life is putting on being quirky. Well, you know?
0: yeah, but anyway, that that that's a separate <laughs> topic. It is, <laughs> but you guys, <laughs> you guys brought up a good point. If it's a decent writer who can write characters well, then yeah, it works. But there was like in the early two thousands a series of like bad movies with this woman, with this kind of woman that just yeah. bothered me. No, yeah, no, if I, I will concur with that.
2: Like a lot of the early two thousand movies were just awful in general, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I I just feel like a lot of I mean I guess I I guess I hate to say this a lot of guys don't know how to write for women and that can be true too with women not r- knowing how to write for men either you know what I mean uh, uh-huh. you need a balance because like everyone has depth to them everyone has. Um, their own sense of self you know so to use a person as a prop or a plot device that's wrong but if you use them in a way where they have their own sense of self-worth they are this character for a reason then I think that particular trope can be okay
1: Mm
0: -hmm. sounds good yeah
1: Mm. And I th- I think another so so moving on to another trope that we've kind of talked about in in this capacity where where it's kind of like well is it good is it bad kind of thing, is the uh, the beautiful all along kind of trope, True. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, yeah which which you know in initially is kind of like this pisses me off where it's yeah, I mean so so the thing that that like kind of just like brings it all to the to the edge is uh. So, for example, the um uh shoot, what's it called but it, it, it's uh, a Ra- Rachel, uh she's all
0: that,
1: yeah, she's all that sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, she's all that okay. where it's like where it's like the uh where it's this whole thing of like literally just like taking off the glasses, mm-hmm. like making your haircut better, and then clapping on some makeup nice dress, and it's just like, oh my God, she's so pretty, and it's like, but she was this before. It's just that she decided to dress herself differently, and so like that is like one of those things where I feel I feel like we've all had kind of this this issue with like you know growing up in the time that we have where it's I mean like the, the, it's always been an issue like the, the whole like um, just uh, plastic nation or like just this this beauty concept where. You have to be a certain way, and if you're not, then you're not. But like the the fact is, is that like there's a whole bunch of people who like could be beautiful, but all you have to do is take off your glasses, and then you're beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: like, no, it's not really exactly how that
2: works. <laughs> no, it, like my problem is too is that they like slightly show them falling in love with the other person, but then it really hits them when they become so beautiful and like all this yeah, other it's like, stuff. Oh my like, God.
1: Like all the, all the, all this time you've been beautiful and I didn't know. And it's just like, yeah. but because you did not, you didn't like actually decide to like get to know them as themselves.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, like what I hate is that like, they hint at like, Oh, I might like this person's personality but it's like solidifies when they like have on that nice dress and that makeup haircut, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, like the princess diaries. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe I should have watched Felicity when I was younger. Cause I had curly hair, but I didn't. Um, but <laughs> like, you know, it's like, Oh, your hair is too frizzy, too curly. Let's straighten it and make it so much better. And lo and behold, you're so much prettier now, you know? Yeah. It's like, Okay, let's take a trait that a lot of girls have and just make it so ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that sounds about right and fair. But that that that's the thing
1: is like it's it's such like a, uh, like a contradiction because like when I, when I think of Princess Diaries, like I do think of that in the fact that like it's like yeah, of course, like you shouldn't have just like changed your entire self for whatever. But at the same time. I get pissed off when her best friend is like you sold out you did all this stuff like blah 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 why would you do that and it's just like because like I f- like I have to you know it, it it's just like it's such a weird thing where it's like you have to like understand the pressures of so many different people that it's it's almost impossible like I like obviously like the princess diaries it's like a very like a big step because she's a princess but I, I'm just saying that like there's there's a difference between like trying trying to embrace like who you are as a person and like bring out your attractive traits. Yeah, uh, but like, uh, and and, and they like curl their hair, like you know yeah, what I mean? They kind well, of, like, I mean. like tame like, the well, frizz down. That's what reason. I mean. It's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's it's difficult. There's a difficult line there, but it is it is one of those things where it's just like, what's the difference between like making yourself feel confident and making you like pretty by society, which. It seems to be a very, like, difficult line for
2: our society. Well, I don't think it's, like, that difficult because, really, they changed her complete look to make her feel Mm -hmm. confident. Whereas, she could have felt confident if they just, you know, maybe tamed her hair instead of straightening it all the time. You know what I mean? So, it's like, let's take a treat you already have and make you feel beautiful about it. I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, the same thing with, like, what's going on with the Black Panther, which I think is great, is that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a lot of um, African-American girls who are now seeing, like, women having, like, natural hair. And it's like, oh, wow, I can be confident and beautiful with that as well, you know? And it's not saying that, like, oh, we should only – have one trait to our hair it's saying like like be comfortable as who you are and then you can change it if you want to you know like have fun with you know your hair or like your style but you know like just who you are is pretty too you know what i mean yeah like, and
1: i think like, like the big i think the the big issue with this is just finding that that balance between the fact that like you're you're changing something like not not to not to like conform to some, somebody else's like standards but just to mm-hmm. like feel better about yourself because like for example like there there was this one thing that I, th- this one trope i was looking up where um for for this particular like fashion it was my big fat greek wedding where, where right. like you know tula um she she has like you know kind of like her makeover and like you know she you know starts a new job and all that kind of stuff and the whole thing is like you know the the guy being like i remember you like i don't remember front girl but i remember you like you know implying that like you know he he kind of liked her at the first instance anyway but like talking like the the people who talked to her to her like the actual um you know uh developer of the of the movie said that um like, it, w- it was more about her becoming confident with herself as she yes. as, as she developed, like, into her own identity outside of, like, a, her, her parents' rela- re- relationship and restaurant. Um, so, it wasn't solely about looking pretty so she could catch guys. It was, like, this is who I am. And now, I like, I feel confident enough to, like, actually go out and do
2: this. Exactly. So, that's where I think that's yeah. great. Whereas, I feel like, I don't know, Candice, what do you think? Like, in Princess Diaries, it was making her – like conform to what society wanted
0: yeah going back to big fat greek wedding um she goes back to school too Mm -hmm. so that's something else so it's like also the education helps her feel like she's you know her that's where her confidence come from comes from as well you know while yeah her in princess diaries it feels like her grandmother's like not interested in at least at the beginning, Mia as a person at all. And she does eventually change the way her monarchy is run. But yeah, I think it's just that whole makeover trope too. Like pretty women or like, you know, they do like those fashion shows kind of things. That's just something that's really popular in a lot of movies.
1: Yeah. Mm Hmm no for for sure, and it's it's just kind of like one of those things where it where it's like even with um and this this is kind of going like maybe not totally off topic but just like an interesting thing to think of where where it's like so i I just recently wa- started watching um the the new series of queer Eye for the Straight Guy or- mm-hmm. yeah so um the the first episode was like basically this guy who kept just saying like you can't fix ugly, you can't fix ugly." And mm-hmm. it's it's like this 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 whole like atmosphere of it, it, just thinking that like oh if you just remove your glasses and take it take down your hair like it'll be fine and like that does not work for everybody like that's not some something that like or at least that that that's like not something that works for everybody like in their minds even like and it's ju- it's just one of those things where it's just like you have to you have to believe in yourself you have to be confident for that beauty to to arise. And I think that that's what kind of th- this stereotype kind of what what they they were trying to do but it just has not hit that mark yet.
0: Okay, so going back to what Vanessa was saying about like glasses coming off, hair coming down, I can do that in 20 seconds flat. But becoming confident and having belief in yourself, that takes a long time. So it's kind of like, it's just like a quick fix. And again, it doesn't work for everyone.
1: Yeah. And so that, that's the thing is like, I feel, I feel like when it comes to that kind of trope, like that's what they're going for is the fact that it's just like about confidence, but they're just, they're just not putting that forward because it's, I mean, I think they might have been trying for that, but it's just not <laughs> with, with today's Hollywood society. Like, it's just not the way that that goes. pre
0: yes.
2: you have a trope? Um, the only tropes I can think of that really do need a change and that, like, aren't changing as fast as I would like to see is tropes that really just, like, um, make one particular person. Uh... I'm trying to say it without, like, offending people
0: (laughs) oh no now now i really want to know what it is (laughs) but i'm scared at the same time no no (laughs) no
2: not not in that way it's like you know just using um stereotypical traits i think that like people assume are stereotypical and making uh people of like other races just playing like one certain part constantly you know what i mean uh and i think you know what writers need to start thinking of is just like people as people and not as a particular like look if that makes sense
1: so you you mean you mean like angry black man or like all of these like stereotypical like i like and i'm I'm saying that
2: in asian girl you know what i mean like like all of those like yes i mean they're starting to slowly change i i believe but like not not quick enough you know what I mean? It's, like, we really need to, it's, like, just right for people, you know? Yeah,
0: like, people whenever there's, like, you know, oh, it's groundbreaking in diversity, or this shows what people are really like. It's, like, why can't all movies be like that? Exactly. Yeah.
1: No, for exactly. for sure.
0: It's, like, like they still, yeah. They still made a big deal about, like, when a Black stormtrooper. I mean, Finn and Star Wars—that was a huge deal. I'd be like, why? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like so. he's a great actor. Yeah, uh, like yeah. He plays the character great. <laughs> like, I don't see like why he wouldn't have gotten cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, he's just written for a person. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that actor happened to do a great
0: job mm. at playing him. <laughs> Especially know? since it's in space, in a galaxy far, far away, and yeah, I can bring Star Wars three. into this. Yeah. yeah,
1: futuristic, where it's like, uh, this should not be an issue anymore, so. <laughs>
0: they have yeah. species issues in Star Wars, race. but there's no race issues. <laughs> yeah. I would know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They do have a place one with the other, though. Let's just be fair on saying that.
0: Okay, but, okay. Going into that, let me go into the other trope that I'm kind of tired of seeing. I know, which
2: I can't wait to argue with you.
0: Okay, It's the chosen one. Um, (laughs) It's a plot device that has been used like, every other movie I feel like. Like, The Matrix. Neo is called The One. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who can save us from the machines. Um, Harry Potter's the chosen one as well. There's a prophecy. Anakin Skywalker. Dark Vader is a, supposedly the one. Even though reading the full prophecy, which yes, I have read. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking it's Luke Skywalker instead. But that's just my opinion. But something that like bothered me was... Did you guys see Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton's version?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's that yes from Brie. Um, No. No? Okay, good. (laughs) But anyway, they made Alice into this warrior hero, and again, she is the chosen one to defeat the Jabberwocky. There was no need for that prophecy chosen one BS.
2: Well, that whole movie was an atrocity, like an atrocity, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> overall that movie should just not have been made
0: and I think that goes back into like something that people have been trying to deconstruct the whole thing like they're oh there's only one person who can save the day there's and I like the way The Hunger Games does that like everyone thinks Katniss is their savior and she's like hell no I'm not yes! Peter, Peter would have been so much better at this
1: yes what? like
0: that that's that's the thing like
1: i i think i like i like i love the whole like chosen one kind of thing and the fact that it's just like of course like usually it's it's somebody who they would you know you would never think like would save the day or would like be like you know this this is this force to like you know but but especially like when it comes to Hunger Games and Katniss and everything like she she is quote unquote the chosen one even though like that's never actually like mentioned but it's because of the fact that not only is she who she she is who she is but like she's surrounded with the exact right people to make these things happen
0: yeah it's not just her Yes. And that kind of goes into what Last Jedi did was make Rey not part of this legacy, but she's just someone who can do this and decides to do this. Mm-hmm. I prefer when there isn't this grand scheme with these characters and they could just be everyday people that we can relate to more and be like, okay, anybody can be a hero. Yeah, but I, I like.
2: I, here, here's my argument with that. Okay. um, I think it when this is i guess more so like when you're reading although it can be watching because you know we saw this with like buffy the vampire slayer as well Mm -hmm. um everyone kind of wants that fantasy though that they could be used for something more you know what i mean so i feel like when you're especially when you're reading it you imagine yourself as this grander person now Um, I get what you're saying, though. Like, everyone should feel like they have a shot. And I think that does come... Normally, like, the quote-unquote chosen one always has a group of people around them that they cannot do anything without. Uh, Take, for example, Lord of the Rings. Um, Frodo. Thank you. The five. The five. Five. Like, Frodo technically was chosen (laughs) for a Grand Adventure. However, he couldn't have done it alone you know what I mean so I always feel like there is uh someone for everyone to relate to because like I myself like I love Buffy and I love Buffy as a character you know what I mean she goes through so many um challenges within herself discovering who she really is and like how can she like be capable of like having this on her shoulders and like the one good thing is like she's never alone like truly you know what i mean just like harry potter yeah he's burning with it but he's never truly alone well, well he especially was when ron con- left him but you know whatever Well, no
1: especially considering like he might not have even been the chosen one
2: like it could have been
1: neville yes and in that case what would have happened but at the same time like is your is your argument like kind of like it's not the chosen one it's the
2: chosen few I mean, it technically is because they, no matter what, will meet people to help them along the way. I've never read a book where someone was, uh, quote, unquote, the chosen one and only was the only person throughout the book who did anything or, like, the story and did anything. You know what I mean? Like, they will come in contact with people who are there to help in some form. You know what I mean? So I think so- –
1: like what you kind of were were implying before, Brie, where it's like it's kind of aggravating that there's like the chosen one, and that's done so so often, is the fact that there are, there are people who are actually like you know described as the chosen one, like Neo, like Harry Potter, like all that kind of stuff. When it comes to stuff like the the Hunger Games and uh, and those kinds of things, where it's not like specified as like this is the chosen one, but it's it's like. The, like obviously, these are people that are making things happen, and they're they're just like regular people. Like that that's what makes it okay. Like I like I like I get the chosen one is like a trope that you don't really want to see all the time, but at the same time, like that's that is kind of what drives certain stories forward. But it doesn't have to be that like they are the chosen one. It's just that they happen to be the force that makes something happen. Yeah, they
0: become
2: the icon. In yeah. A way. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I get in a way like, yeah, it, it's overused. But at the same time, I think it's such a strong uh, plot device. And when it again, when it's done well, you know what I mean? Like, there are some books and movies where it's not done well, you know. And they, uh, you know, that's all it becomes is about this icon. You know what I mean? So I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, I feel like... There needs to be a person who stumbles upon something and it turns into something greater. You know what I mean?
0: Well, my whole thought is I prefer cuz like let's go back to Buffy, let's go back to Harry Potter. They can't escape their destiny. They have to face these people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more heroic if they if they actually had a choice. And I feel like
2: but they technically do. Do they? yeah
0: i mean i mean they yeah
1: i like they do but it's yeah it's kind of one of those things where it's like
2: if you make them a shitty person if they don't but it would make anyone a (laughs) shitty person if they don't do it you know what i mean like hey i have a choice like you know to, to save a lot of people or i can be a coward you know what i mean but-, but
1: a lot of, but a lot of people do choose the cowardly like i feel i feel like if it if it was like real life people would choose like the cowardly kind of thing like they they would they wouldn't rise to the occasion like i think that's what makes these things like epic stories is that is that like the these people have chosen over their like their own lives basically like the this this life that is hard and and like sad and trying and they have chosen it over like what could be po- potentially may- maybe shorter but they have no idea. You know they they have no idea of knowing that. Like it's literally just like, oh, well, maybe Voldemort will come. I don't know. And then just like, I don't know. But I think we need <laughs> stories
2: like that. I think we need I mean, here we are a generation raised on like all these movies where we have to rise up and do something, you know what I mean? There is no other way but to fight back. And we're seeing that happen more and more in real life, you know? But so,
1: so, so I, I agree. I agree with, with like that, that prospect because I think that that's like a very noble cause. But I also feel like um, when it comes to like today's society, it's not just about the chosen one. It's about people who, who have like faded into the background that can still make a difference. And like, for me, that, that I feel like should be something that's elevated. And like, there are, there are stories that do that, but, but I feel like that should be more elevated than people who are just like, well, yeah, Hey, most of the stuff is like fallen into place for you and it's a terrible thing, but like, here you go. Whereas, whereas like there are people who actually have to make like serious, horrible decisions. And they can just like that but they but they actually like have like a real choice and they choose to do something that's for the good of the people.
2: Yeah. I mean I, I definitely can agree with that. I just feel like um to say like, you know, one person can't be a, a force of nature, like Oh no I just...
0: one's no one's saying that it's just one person. It's just saying that having that trope, the cliche chosen one that you're destined beforehand to do this is just overused and it's not necessary for every young adult novel to have no
2: no no no. I I will agree with
0: that but I do feel like some stories need it you know what I
2: mean Yeah. so I do feel like there should be a balance because I feel like you're right like once it became this big thing then it's like every young adult novel had it you know and and Alice in Wonderland all of
0: Mm a sudden starts having it and it's (laughs) a sudden freaking Wonderland it's just like
1: it's just like that was like supposed to be an adventure in and of itself. But now it's like, oh, OK, so you're you're changing the whole story. OK.
2: Oh, <laughs> listen, that that movie hurts my soul. And I uh, am a big Tim Burton fan. And that movie know. ruined <laughs> my love. I mean, not really, because he came back with big eyes. But still, I
0: digress. That movie is awful. But OK, I think that's a sad note to end on. Uh, yeah, you know. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for today. I'm Candice. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. And stay geeky.